This week on the BAMFcast, we tackle the $10 ladyboy of movies. Warning, no GIs were harmed in the filming of this production. One Dave, we're in. All right, and welcome to the BAMFcast. Hey, BAMFcast. Episode 92. Nintendo 92. (laughs) (laughs) Did they put that out? That's right. Yes. Yes. No shit. 92 bits. That's right, I remember that. Yeah. So I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm the Beach. I'm Chuck. Hey. And we're sorry. Oh. We're sorry for what? Oh, in for case Chuck. you no. for Chuck. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Uh what we <laughs> <laughs> You don't have to apologize. We're apologizing it. for you. Oh, all right. Uh what we do each and every episode of the Bamfcast is we enlist ourselves into the past of bad movies. Uh we go ahead and watch one, then we come in here and execute our talk about it. That'll last about thirty minutes, give or take. And then we rate said movie. If it's a good, bad movie, an enjoyable, bad movie, it gets one to five jocks, as in robot jocks. If it's a bad, bad movie, as in stay away, it gets one to five bags. In a negative sense, after Twilight, as in douchebags. So. 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 Now that we're off the rails on that crazy train of no years to our episode numbers. Uh-huh. Big mistake. We jumped uh, back to the 70s because we realized, well, you know. We haven't done many 70s. We have to go back sometimes. 70s mm-hmm. is fun. Uh, so we Sometimes. watched um, mm-hmm. 1975's yeah. GI... Slash 1971's. Slash 1984's. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> GI Executioner, also known as Wits 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 Yeah, we're really not sure when this movie came out. But Sometime before now. It yes. came out at the Wits End. It was mm-hmm. made in 71 and released the in end 75. Of yes. according, and to, then, um, according to Wikipedia. Yeah. Ah, and then apparently... Troma must have distributed it in the 80s. Yeah, 84. Yeah, 84. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. There you go. Yeah. So, in uh, something that makes equally less sense, let's go ahead and read a plot summary so we can talk about this movie. Do Please it. do. This is coming straight from Netflix. So, Which is uh, what sold us on watching yeah, this movie. So, caveat emptor on this uh, description. What? I threw out some Latin. Watch your so. ass oh. in Latin. <laughs> yeah. Fire beware. E pluribus unum. Yeah. At two. America. Maca. In God we trust. It's the only Latin I know. Yeah, only Latin I need to know. His uh, colors don't. I run. knew a Latin girl one time. She was crazy. Ricky Martin. Uh, yep, not him. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he's the only Latin girl I know. Although he calls himself a freelance journalist, Vietnam vet Dave Dearborn has the luxury of being a millionaire and spends his time operating a disco in the Singapore Harbor. But when he mixes with a notorious red agent named Mister Lim and his buxom stripper mistress. Dave's life becomes one big run from the commies. This perverted B-movie romp holds the record for the wildest all-nude shootout in film history. To everything in that plot synopsis, I would like to say no. Uh, except no, for it didn't. His name is Dave Wrong. Dearborn. Dave Dearborn. And, no. And he has a bar-ish... Uh, his name is not Dave ...disco Dearborn. in mm-hmm. Singapore Harbor. Dave! 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 Yes, the, accurate, the character's name is accurate, and he has a boat. In the harbor. Now, the much shorter thing from uh, IMDb is a journalist gets mixed up with a stripper, yes. a defecting Chinese scientist, Maybe. and red Chinese agents. I don't know. Don't think so. so. Some of that is more accurate, but some. I, I don't know. Anywho, so as you can see, based on that description, mm-hmm. this is why we picked this movie. Plus, the cover is kind of bitching in yep. a terrible movie sort of way. It's on Netflix Instant. I'm not saying that is an endorsement to go watch it. Yeah. <laughs> No, <laughs> but it's there. Yeah, should you feel like a completionist? Really, yeah, sure. 
hopefully the home game means yeah. people don't watch it first. Uh, yeah. No. Like like poor Tom. Yeah. He watched Birdemic before first? listening to the oh, episode. That was a mistake. He watched it solo, I believe. Oh, yeah. And yeah. He was like, Why sorry Tom what did you guys do? What? Yeah. But yeah. So hopefully nobody has watched the GI Executioner and come in here. No. Yeah. Well, okay. <sighs> mm-hmm. <laughs> there were no GIs or executioners yes, in this movie. Or no. executioning for that matter. Yeah, really. Uh, kinda. Mm, there was that there one. There was scene. one execution. Yeah. Per, like point blank. But the execution guy might style. have already been dead. Yep. Quite possibly. It was a double tap execution mm-hmm. style thing. Uh, okay. Well, as we mentioned, Dave has, as they like to refer to it, a lot of junk in yep. the Singapore Harbor. His junk. I don't they think they use Dave's junk. junk. They talk about lot. Dave's junk a they lot yeah. in this movie. He's very fortunate to have his junk. Yeah. Unlike, it's, a, it's pretty sizable junk. <laughs> yeah. Unlike the description, he is far from a millionaire. In fact, he is struggling to keep his junk afloat. Yes. And he's talking about needing money. Struggling to, f- to keep his junk up. Yeah, it yeah. is. It happens with age. And uh, so he has a, a generator that's broken. And, you know, so a millionaire doesn't have these kind of problems. Toilet's he, backed up. He doesn't have a junk. He has a yacht. So. Although, I, I don't know. In I think you can still have a yacht the world world over. Uh, junk usually is actually a much smaller boat than what he has. He has a pretty sizable boat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they, I mean, junks get pretty big. Sure. Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes you got a lot of junk. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But, Penis reference. Yes. <laughs> what? what are you talking about? Huh? Well, uh, Chuck. 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 Come on. This is a family program. Oh, about I misread that whole thing. Mm. Yeah. But. So Dave Dearborn. Dave uh, Dearborn. <laughs> hey, Dave. <laughs> Dave. 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 It's Peter. Oh. Dave. <laughs> Peter, man. <laughs> yeah. So Dave lives uh, on this junk. Yep. And has. Uh, well, the first time we were introduced to him, it's because. Peter's gone down to, and Peter is his New Zealand uh, boat friend, yeah. like a, maybe employee. I'm not sure. It's his boat friend. It's a. Boat friend. It's a, it's <laughs> it's a he boat lives friend with him on the boat. Yeah. yeah. Boat he goes friend. down to to see what's what's up with him, and he's busy with a ten dollar Singapore. Yep. And this is a common theme. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he he basically like kind of wakes up, throws on this bitchin' robe, goes to the door, opens it up, and and then they proceed to speak very closely in this scene and every subsequent scene. Yeah. Wearing hideous uh, shirts. 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 Yeah. They're not even really Hawaiian shirts. They're just no. patterns. No, they are 70s patterns. Crossword yeah. puzzles and yeah. mazes. But they're not, they're not quite I, paisley, I, but they're just yeah. If you, if you stared at them, you might see a 3D image of the junk mm-hmm. on there. Possibly. Yeah. Yep. So... And we should point out that the dialogue is pretty horribly recorded throughout most of the movie. Yes. All. Yes. Well, it gets it gets better at times. Just well, it, more so, it gets worse at times, so that you see that it's not all that bad. Like some of it, I think, was ADR, or they actually bothered to put a mic. I don't know within six feet of these people. Well, the guy with the teeth was definitely eighty yard. Yeah, that guy because he couldn't speak because he had teeth. Yeah, <laughs> he had teeth growing out of his head. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, it was like more it was than like, most. It's like yeah. it started with teeth and then a, a, a face and a head formed around them. Right. Yeah, yeah. they planted a tooth <laughs> and a head grew. <laughs> it grew a head. <laughs> oh. Oh. That's one way to get a head. Hey. Hey, the tooth uh, hurts. Hey. <laughs> Double <laughs> pun. One more. <laughs> Double pun. Uh, yeah. So Jesus. <laughs> anyway, 
thus begins some kind of weird plot because <laughs> really <laughs> I, i'm just saying it's hey, a plot that still doesn't make sense right uh, well <laughs> dave and peter go up and are talking about the problems they have with the yacht and then to- uh, toothy comes on the boat and says i have a proposition for you you need to go find your ex-girlfriend uh-huh. uh she's hanging out with a scientist guy who's got some antimatter and money <laughs> stuff that's better acting than he had. Yeah. You just delivered those lines yeah. better than he did. Was I, was, I, I was trying to pretend I had the size of teeth that he had. Yeah. He's got uh, some teeth. What you do is you just put your put your whole hand in your mouth. Yeah, I just mm-hmm. did, I just pretend I didn't have a top lip basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was just up there somewhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um yeah, so that that's kind of the plot and then he's some sort of journalist kind of He guy. was a journalist in the war. Sure. And um, he uncovered some stuff. But then also kind of worked for the CIA, maybe. I, maybe. I think I heard CIA mentioned once or twice, maybe. Yes. Uh, so <laughs> he sends Dave off to go see the his ex-girlfriend, uh, Poon. Uh, I don't remember her whole name, but Poon? Poon, Poon's good enough. <laughs> okay. I'm pretty sure her name was Poon. All right. <laughs> her, name was, her name was actually Miley Foon. 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 Oh, yes. Foon. I, li- I like Poon better, Foon. so I'm going with that. Well, Foon right. time. Don't blame you. So, yeah, so Peter goes off to meet Poon because it would be awkward if Dave went and met her. And she's like, I don't know, Dave slams the door on his face. So it basically wastes about 10 minutes of the movie of them going to see her. Yep. Mm -hmm. And then Peter ends up dead in the harbor. No, wait. Oh, wait. Did did, did we do that? That's a lot later on. Oh, shit. Well, did he he get pigtails first? Yeah, that's when you get introduced to pigtail chick, uh, Cindy. Sure. Played by Janet Wood. Well, I I thought Cindy was the Tits McGee. No, Cindy no. was the one with Bonnie the, was Tits McGee, Bonnie was tits played McGee. by Angelique Pettyjohn. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> Cindy was Jeanette Wood. Okay. But yeah, Cindy is... This is very important. Yes, it is. It's very crucial You have to, to be movie. able to distinguish which pair of tits you're looking at at any particular time. <laughs> yes, you do. This means something. Because that may be one of the few redeeming features of this movie. Yeah. Is that they are not shy about nudity at all. And if you have a speaking part in this role in this movie... You will have your. You tits are out. taking your top off and likely everything else. Yeah, sure. At some point. Yeah, but yeah, but Cindy. Titsy! Cindy is just this chick that is following him around, kind of. Yes. Yeah, and yes, then he definitely. says they're engaged later on. Well, she says, "Why don't we get married?" And he's like, "Okay, we're engaged. All right. yeah. Since we're engaged, yeah. blah 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 blah." Do blah. I have yeah. to pay you? Because like, I guess she's a hooker. Yeah, and then apparently, yeah. well, we, we never see that her out because that. the other hooker tells her that she could make a lot of money being a hooker. No, but the other girl's a stripper. Uh, I think she's a hooker. She's a stricker. Bonnie was a hooker as well. She's working her way through med school. She was a strucker. Strucker. But yeah, but mom's apple pie. Well, all, all this really she establishes. You know, you should diversify your portfolio. <laughs> <laughs> all this really establishes is that Dave is a complete asshole to anyone and everyone. Uh-huh. Yep. Everyone yep. that talks to him, he's like, yeah, whatever. Fuck you. Pretty much. This, this chick is like all over him, and he's like, Hey, you know where we should go? Whorehouse. Yeah. She's a gay like, whorehouse. Yeah, a gay, gay whorehouse. whorehouse. They were already at the gay yeah, they whorehouse. Were at, that's well, where she ran yeah. into him. The movie moved at a weird pace because most of the movie takes its time doing absolutely nothing. Correct. And then for whatever reason, they, they show a shot of them about to go into the place, and it's named Adonis. Yeah. And then they go in, and I was about to say something, and all of a sudden, you know, the 70s music, and I couldn't even make the joke. I was like, why do I get the feeling this is like a, a gay strip club? Because with a name like that, but yeah, with a name like that, it's got to be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Adonis, 
With a name like that, it's got to be gay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that's but, where but, Bonnie yeah. was stripping. Yeah, Bonnie does a nice but dance to for the gay. No, show how not, in shape she is. No? No, because she goes in... Pigtails goes into Adonis, <laughs> uh-huh. and that's the place where everybody's dancing around. Right. right? Yeah. And then... And they cut then to they go, then his they su- disco. Then he suggests that they go somewhere else. Right. Which is the place where, the where Tits McGee is stripping. It stripping. doesn't really matter. No, 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 Adonis was the same place, because when she suggests going someplace else, he's like, no. Yeah, we're, wait, we're, let's get this straight. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's no, important, but, because they say, he says, we wait there, and then, like, when she goes, I, I want to go dance, he's like, I got a better idea, why don't we go dancing? Right. And then they go back to his place, and that's when you have the hippie, hippie shake. Yes. That is oh, right. You're talking that's about, You're talking about the when they go to his junk. Yes. Yes. But when, yeah. when she first finds him, they're at a place with people dancing. Mm-hmm. Yes, which is then Adonis. Then they go to... Right, Adonis. Okay. Then they go to the place where Tits McGee is stripping. Which I is thought Adonis. Tits then McGee's they go place to the was junk. the basement. Yes. Okay. Well, whatever. Uh, There's some Not that it really matters. No. They went to All three different places. One of them was his junk. Right. I'm pretty sure that this the gay whorehouse, as they called it, was the place that Tits McGee fucking sh- cares? No, this is no. who cares? This is important. Who <laughs> cares? This is who cares? This who is, cares? No, this is the who most. Cares? We have to explain this. <laughs> we have to get this right. Who cares? Our credibility is on the line because this right. is this this is I part don't of care. this is part of the reason that it doesn't make any sense. Is why is Tits McGee stripping at a gay whorehouse? Is what I'm trying to figure Women out. Women can be gay. <laughs> but it specifically said a male gay Actually he house. only said a homosexual Homosexual women are allowed To be homosexual I understand this Women are not homosexual they're experimental <laughs> They're in college wow. They're in college That's, Or they play softball uh. <laughs> Anyway Wits end everybody Wits end. <laughs> Anyway he, He's Mackie an asshole to, to her uh-huh. He gets her drunk and then they go back to his boat and party for a little bit, and then the power goes out. Uh, sure, okay, yes. yes, something like that. The After power goes out because the scientist and Poon walk in, mm-hmm. and the power goes out because yeah, I, he's, is he the scientist or he's just a bad? He's got to be the scientist. Ears, yes. ears, ears. McGee ears is has the something scientist. to sell. So I think he was the scientist. <laughs> he was demonstrating he was the antimatter sell. by blowing out the power on, on the <laughs> on the junk. <laughs> I don't think yeah. that's true. He used the antimatter to take complete yeah, control of his no, junk. That, that's what happened. You weren't he's, paying Honestly, attention. he's kind of just like... taking he's a, control of your junk. <laughs> I think there were he's neutrinos like, involved. Yes. He's a human... And, uh, he pulses. fired a tachyon pulse yes, from, yes. from his what about, deflector dish. What about the old trinos? Uh, Won't no. someone think of the old trinos? No, no. They're useless. Yeah. They put them but in a nursing home. All you need to really know about this guy is he's a human MacGuffin. Everything sure. revolves yeah. around him, but it doesn't matter what no. he is or who he is. Right. And yep. he does nothing. He does nothing except have sex with the one girl. Right. But we'll get to that later on. Not much later sure. on. Yeah. Yeah. Not we much need further. to speed this up because yeah. obviously you don't care. So <laughs> I don't care which bar they were at. Okay. <laughs> it's very important. We get it that just right. it took a long way to get to me to ask a simple question of why okay. was there a stripper at a, a gay club that. And maybe it wasn't a gay club. Okay, maybe well, it wasn't a- whatever. We don't know. It it's doesn't, it it's doesn't one matter. of those unanswerable right. cinema <laughs> yeah. mysteries. Matthew, you are not allowed to argue this anymore. You, are, <laughs> you can't take both sides. You can't take no, the argument. No, I care now. You guys have convinced <laughs> me to care about which bar no, they went to. No, No, no. Doesn't matter. No, no, right, no. no. So the, okay, so they wake up the next morning. He bones um, pigtails. Pig yeah, he bones pigtails. They are now engaged. Mm-hmm. Yep, now engaged. Yep, <laughs> through some miracle of conversation. And then he never right. sees her again throughout yep. the rest of the movie. Yep. She he vanishes. only bones the stripper for the rest of the movie. Yeah. 
So yeah. then he goes out and finds his buddy Peter. Mm-hmm. Dead, dead, dead in the water. Dead, dead in the water. water. Like, I don't even know how he finds him. And apparently like, now he, just, he suddenly really cares about Peter. Because like, yeah. he was an asshole to him, like a major, probably more an asshole to him than he was to any woman in the movie. Yeah. And then he finds him and suddenly it's, it's his best friend that's dead in the water. And I think he was probably more concerned about himself because he yeah, knew that possibly. it was going to come back on him. And it does because he they immediately cut to him in the police station mm-hmm. with the worst cop in the world just reading something off a piece of paper. <laughs> Chief Inspector Exposition. Yeah, just explaining mm-hmm. the whole plot and it goes by and it's just like, is that the plot of this movie? What yeah. is something but, about antimatter? I don't know. And then, then here becomes the, the weird twist of it is that <laughs> he gets into this really bizarre chase slash fight with, with tooth. Yes. Um, and yeah, cause he tracks him down to a whorehouse, a whorehouse where he's laying Good there place. in his tidy whiteies. Yep. And everyone's a bit uncomfortable about all this. Sure. Not pleasant. Including the, uh, the, <laughs> including the, hooker. In the room. Yeah. yeah. Well, she's a prostitute. She's still alive. So, okay. yeah. yeah. So Dave Dearborn rolls in. Dave! And immediately gets punched in the, or kneed in the junk. Kneed mm-hmm. in the junk. And Not the boat. The first, in his what follows, Yeah, what follows is first the most realistic reaction of being punched in the junk, because he's out of commission for at least five minutes. Yeah. For five yeah, minutes, they keep cutting back to him there. in the hotel room. In Riding pain. in pain. <laughs> oh, <laughs> with, need a minute. With fat, cutting to fat man running through the streets, trying, trying to pull his to pants. His, uh, and he doesn't. shoes on, too. Yeah. He doesn't even stop at no. any point. He's just running with one hand holding his pants. Well, up. he thinks that yeah. Dave Dearborn is going to be after him, Dave. but they keep yeah. cutting back to him, just yeah, but, bent over ah, in pain for getting yeah, into a At this point, guy. Dave also uh. gets, you know, Chuck Chuck Norris's sixth sense from, yep. uh, from Invasion USA, because yep. he knows exactly which way to turn to find Yeah, teeth. eventually he gets, he gets, he muscles up to, to go after him, but yeah. he runs at such a fast clip that he's immediately in pain from <laughs> he running <gets> cramps <laughs> he's it's like the most realistic running in any movie because i'll be honest i always wanted to see people just be like oh, oh yeah and just like clutch in their side yeah. i didn't stretch before i did this yeah. yeah so this guy is is the most realistic hit in the junk and running guy we've ever seen yeah. in a movie so, so but he catches up with him anyway but he catches up with him in a bathroom, starts beating the crap out of him, mm-hmm. and then and then two dudes just bust in and punch him in the shoulder blade. One guy punches him in the shoulder blade, and he passes out immediately. And and they let to, the other guy run away. Yeah. I'm going to assume because they they, they let teeth run away. Yeah, they let <laughs> teeth run away, and then he wakes up in their room of some sort, and I guess we're led to believe that these are CIA agents. I think that's the that's deal. the context clues. Yes. That they're off. Yeah. Yeah, which Though we, they always we, speak in code. They won't yeah. ever come out and say anything. No. Well, we've been introduced to them briefly throughout the movie because one guy's wearing like the ultimate tourist outfit and the other one's playing like a hippie British dude mm-hmm. who oh. is hitting people up for money because he's backpacking across Asia yeah. Yeah. or something. But, but it's just an excuse for them to make gay joke after gay joke right. after gay joke at him. And in between they that, they found him in a bathroom, yeah. even though he was kind of beating the crap out of a guy. It was still obviously gay behavior. Yeah, sure. So they're they're immediately like, you know, tell us what you know about the dude. And they're like, and he's like, you, the guy you beat like get me away. up yeah. and let him get away. I could have told you something if you hadn't stopped me. Yeah. And they're like, well, just go be gay then, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, British dude, other than like this scene's not as bad, but pretty much this is the last time you're even going to be able to remotely comprehend what he's saying throughout the rest of the movie. Like oh, he's yeah. pretty, I don't know. It's not even cockney. It's like, he, it's, it's like a Liverpool Chav accent. It's, it's, he goes full on terrible. dude in European vacation. The Chevy chase is yeah. typing into the thing and is like, mm-hmm. dad, he's speaking English. 
it's just full on like it's like whoa it's English but what the fuck is he saying yeah it's it's bizarre but not that it would have mattered if we understood but I'm just saying at least they kind of mic'd him for this one and then every other time they're like the one guy they mic yeah but even then when they mic him you can't understand what the hell he's saying but so yeah so now he's kind of been hired by these guys I guess as a contractor sure to track down this antimatter or something yep Okay. Yeah, they give him like twenty grand to do it. I guess. Yeah, but then the cops are also expecting him to do their job and catch this guy too. Yeah, find uh, Peter's killer. Yeah, everybody wants him to do their job for them. Sure. And all he is is like a reporter dude, right? Well, not even that. He he, he was. Yeah, a he's, like a now he's like a bar owner. He's yeah. just a dude. Dude with a junk in his harbor. Right. So he goes <laughs> he's to just a dude trying to keep his <laughs> junk <laughs> away. <laughs> so he he busts nice. into uh, Ears's house, who we're guessing is the scientist. Sure. And there's like a bidding war going on for antimatter he's alfred e mcguffin yeah, right between yeah. teeth, teeth some other dude <laughs> and another that, guy yeah that i don't think we'd even seen that other dude before i don't we? think he's no. important yeah he's just and ben P- poon is there because she's this guy's chick i guess girlfriend and, yeah 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 so he's listening in on their conversation and then they say let's go to the bedroom and yep. So he decides to hide under the he bed. He dismisses everybody else, and then right, yeah, and then yeah. time to bone. And instead of him <laughs> jump, he took all those people into the bedroom. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> instead of just going jump, to the bedroom, instead of jumping out the window that he just snuck in, <laughs> right, he, he decides he's going to hide under the bed. Right, of course. Which <laughs> and he which, does, uh, which has two problems. One, they're about to bone. On they're top about of to the bone bed. on the bed, but two, he looks to his left and there's a snake. <laughs> of course, there's a snake. <laughs> it's like the least threatening snake it's in cinema a, history. Yeah, it's yeah. like, it's like hey, a, it's like. A, a harmless grass snake yeah, or something. It's just like, sort of like hanging out on him like, yeah, hey, I'm buddy, Singapore. I'm could your be, friend. You know, it could some be some of, kind of viper, sure. but Could have been a gay snake. <laughs> it could have been yeah. a trouser snake. <laughs> so but, so um, at one point, he, he's got a snake crawling all over him and yeah. dude is boning his ex-girlfriend yeah. right on top of him with a mattress. And that guy goes nuts. Yeah. Because like, he, you know, they cut to... For 17 seconds. Yes. They, they show her taking her clothes off. Yep. Get into bed. In the bed. They show him roll over on her, and then they cut to him under the bed, just holding a snake away. at his throat. <laughs> yeah, and the and the springs just going <laughs> on top of him. <laughs> there was no warm up. Poor Dave yeah. Dearborn. Yeah, he is so mistreated. So then you know, after their uh, copious copulation of however long it was, seven days. Yeah, they they've fallen asleep, and he slides out stealthily from under the bed, holding the snake, and then he gets. Uh, we're like, oh, he's going to throw the snake in the bed. Yeah. And we're thinking he's yeah. going to throw it in with Alfred E. Exposition. No. Nope. Yeah, well, McGuffin, he looks but... like he's going to walk out at first. Yeah. yeah. And then he stops. Looks at the snake. Slowly turns around. Yeah. And puts it on her side of the bed. Right. Mm-hmm. Under the sheets and then yes. sneaks out. And just as he's exiting the house, we hear a scream <laughs> off camera. She's obviously found the snake. <laughs> and... He, gives he stops, the, looks at the camera, and just yeah, the gives this smirk. <laughs> yeah. He, it's like, yeah. <laughs> look what I did. Just basically, you're not smarmy jerk face anymore. Oh, that guy this, is. This guy is. Yeah. Uh, he is, is the, the smarmiest, smarmiest yeah. of jerk faces. <laughs> I bow down to him. Yeah. That, if there was a redeeming quality in the movie, it was that shot. Well, that yeah. sequence, really. That's Yeah. It was, yeah, that, it was decent. That was around. the moderately entertaining sequence. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, okay. <laughs> Other things happen. Uh huh. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Like at this point, it's I we're don't. Deep, we're deep in the second act. Yeah, I don't well, know what the hell is going on. He goes to her place and talks to her. For he goes to get a drink. Sure. She takes the drink away. Yeah. He goes to get the drink again. <laughs> yeah. Drinks it. She goes in the bathroom. He raids her purse. 
then they make out. Something. And he doesn't really find anything. Either. Well, he no. took something out of it, which is a favor. But it I can only assume up. was like maybe that meetup spot. But I don't think she even. I don't know. Yeah. It was the antimatter. Sure. It was the, it's, it it's the another formula. scene. It was the Colonel it's another scene that's completely worthless. Yeah. 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 So he kisses her on the forehead a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, then he goes back home, meets the you know Tits McGee stripper. Strippers girl. in his bed, kisses her on the forehead, bones her. Yep. Then well, yeah, no, well, he, but the he won't is, take his he pants off. He doesn't even want a bone. Well, no. yeah, okay. She he, like he throws. Her. Yeah, she throws herself at him. Just immediately rips, rips her dress her off. off like here, bone me, and he's like, well, but she yeah, gives I'm him tired. for some reason. She gives him a gun. Yeah, yes, she bought she gives him, him a gun. present, and she gives him mm-hmm. the gun right. and some bullets. But this, but they 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 dry bone, and then that's when the wildest B romp shootout nude scene of all time record holder happens mm-hmm. yeah. what a crock of shit yeah that's that, such that such I'm crap what a crock of shit that claim is say he looked like the dude in the dress who's the wrestler i can't remember um do you say king kong bundy no no shit why who did I you think? say i can't remember but in, anyway he's a giant like I, oh, I can't remember. <laughs> it's driving me nuts now he's like a big samoan looking dude yeah kinda. he just busts in he's wearing he's, like a rug he's wearing a dress <laughs> yeah and Pretty just a, and just starts murdering the main character, strangling him yeah, with a chain. He's got some kind of chain, and he's just yeah. choking the shit out of this dude. Hits the woman, so she gets knocked out briefly. Right, and then she wakes up groggily, yeah, like butt naked. Dave, Dave, yeah. and then relay remembers what's going on, grabs the gun, shoots the Russian dude. Well, does she shoot? No, you're missing one crucial little piece of this puzzle. She goes kind of trying to find the guy. I don't think we ever mentioned that this dude has a, a cockatiel parrot, some sort of thing, oh, and, a, and a monkey on the boat. He has a pet monkey, yeah. And first, yeah. the monkey Attacks leaps him. on the dude's face. Yes. Well, someone threw a monkey-like object onto the guy. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I like I liked that he dropped the, the strangling ap- apparatus, whatever it was, rope. Yeah. He dropped it. And went looks in the, the direction of, of where the monkey is going <laughs> right. to come from, right. then throws his hands up to catch the monkey, <laughs> then the monkey flies into his hands, and then he screams. Well, the monkey was up in the rafters, and he was probably like, hey, butthorn. <laughs> <laughs> McMonkey? Yeah! yeah! <laughs> <laughs> uh. So yeah, so, the monkey yeah. jumps on his face, he's distracted, throws the monkey, and like, he picks up a knife or something. He's going to go after the monkey. And we're all like worried at that point. We're like, don't kill this monkey. Mm-hmm. And that's when naked stripper lady shoots him mm-hmm. who then shoots her. Yep. Just under the titties. Right. And so then Bucktooth guy is up top. Mm-hmm. No, Bucktooth guy shot Bucktooth her. Bucktooth guy shot her. Okay. He shot her through the netting above mm-hmm. okay. them. Okay. okay. She then shoots she, him. After then she, she had killed him, giant dude. Yeah. Then okay. he shoots her again. Yeah, she goes upstairs and slowly walks towards him right. to give him plenty of time to shoot her. Shoot her. Mm-hmm. And then... So he kills her. She falls onto the ropes. Yeah. So you get the... Boobies. Boobies Smashed up rope Through boob. the net. Right. Yeah, basically what we're trying to say is the wildest all-nude shootout in cinema history is involves three people and not one of them is our, air quotes, protagonist. No, he's choked yeah. out immediately. Yeah. He he has no he no role in this at all. The monkey does more than, Honestly, than our hero does. The best does. part of it's the monkey. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, so because we've already seen her monkey. nude plenty right. in this movie, yeah. so yeah. we're like, whatever. Which I know when you describe it, it, sounds pretty wild. I mean, three people and a monkey, a Russian, a naked broad. You know, I mean, that's good stuff. But yeah, it's also a setup to a bad joke. <laughs> yeah. So. She starts dripping blood on Dave. Oh, yeah, Terry Funk. Up. I said it was Terry Funk. Thank you. Terry Funk, You're welcome. Yeah. 
Well, so yeah, I was getting there. Okay, remember he was in the documentary. Yeah, there you go. Nice, but yeah, she drips blood, which wakes Dave up. Right, and he's like, "Oh shit, this shit's diseased, oh, isn't it?" Me. Yeah. This blood is so she's a hooker. It's got there the was a monkey AIDS. involved. Yeah. Right, so I mean, we witnessed the beginning yeah. of the AIDS epidemic right here. Yeah, in nineteen seventy one. So he he's like, "Oh crap!" And so he the teeth has run away in a boat. Mm-hmm. Which, yes, that's which we only figure out the strangest <laughs> boat chase in cinema history because, because not a si- this is this is the dead of night. Let's yeah. keep in mind the, they've all killed each other in the dead of night. Yes, so he runs out and suddenly he's chasing him in the boat and it's like noon. Yeah, like yeah. Sun well, the is, sun rises sun is up immediately. in the sky. They yeah. actually show the sunrise. He has probably yeah, immediately. been. He's been chasing this guy in a boat for eight, nine hours now. Yeah. They were in the house of the rising sun. And they're shooting at each other badly. Just randomly, every once in a while, just bang. Yeah, and I appreciate the (laughs) shot where he shoots at him. And because he's going so fast, all the smoke from the blank blows in his face. face. But not one single shot of this entire boat chase was a shot from either of the boats in question. No. It's all from like a third third boat. boat. Camera boat. And the first one, it's way far away we we're like is that two boats chasing yeah we each just other? thought it was a nice sunrise and all of a sudden oh look there's a no boat. we got your gunshots we I got think. a camera shot from um from protagonist's boat oh i think it was always like there were a away. couple they were no, close cause, but, yeah because there was a oh, they had yeah. close-ups on their faces the, yeah. that's true okay they kept using them well, no, there was what wasn't there yeah. one from behind from showing the, wake, the bow yeah yeah, yeah. But, yeah. They, but no gunplay from there you know, no. nothing yeah, dramatic right but then they roll up on some some random, random dude's lake house. house. Yeah, it's a plot house. And Tooth is like, "Help me, help me die in peace." And they just and look they just at him. look at him like, "Nah, <laughs> nah, yeah. we're not getting up." But then, then he then he takes him to somehow he's magically figured out where the meetup is, where the guys with the money are going to buy the antimatter, and apparently, well, Toothy try- was supposed to be in the, on it. He's he's gotten word that someone is trying to kill him. That Dave Dearborn's whole existence at this point is trying to figure out that there's some rumor that someone from his past is trying to kill him sure someone who loves him yes and the movie does a good job in spelling out exactly who this person is but for some reason no one in the movie picks up on it because every character Mm -hmm. who tells him that someone's trying to kill him reminds him of this gay frenchman that he was undercover with at some point and exposed (laughs) in some story apparently in vietnam yeah so that happened but theoretically he killed the gay man as well so he interrogates dying tooth guy and no di- all dying tooth guy will say is someone who loves you is trying to kill you. And then he laughs maniacally and falls into the water. Dead. Right. So but he takes, he, but then he drags his body and like, that's what I'm saying. He mysteriously knows where the meetup is. Yes. Takes his body, sets him up. So he's sitting there. It looks like he's just waiting. Right. First guy with the money walks in, shoots uh, him or yeah. no, just sees the dead guy and is like, what's up? And then the other guy's like right behind him. They end up shooting each other. Yep. So now we got three dead guys in the room. Mm-hmm. And then Alfred e., uh, uh, McGuffin comes in with the antimatter. Right. And then sees that he's like, oh, good. You know, you guys shot each other. Now I can just take all your money. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Poon basically goes, no, I'm going to take all the money and shoots this guy in the face. Shoots Alfred E. Guy. And then double taps him. And but then. Dead. So there's uh, your hero execution. Yeah, so there's your, your one execution. Maybe he was a GI. He might have been. Maybe. And she was the GI executioner. Sure. Okay. But then Dave walks in and is, <laughs> no. is pissed for some reason. <laughs> Damn it. No. He's very... Someone's trying to kill him. And... 
she is the only person. He's just in freakout mode. He's close to an ensign mode. Yeah, his world is. First off, he 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 actually punches punches her in the face. Uh huh. And then slaps her again. Yeah, she stands up and then he slaps her again. And then he starts hugging her and kissing her. And then they have sex in a room with four dead bodies. Four dead bodies. Yeah, I can dig it. And and then what's really weird is he's just kind of sitting there up against the wall. Well, like, there's like this montage of all the faces we've seen in the movie, and yeah, apparently he's freaking out. But then like then, there's a bald shirtless dude yeah. who injects him in the neck with something. Yeah, yes. but it's the like henchman Scarface shows. But it's up almost and, like he'd already been yeah. injected with something because yeah. he's he he doesn't even see the guy. He's just in full catatonic state. Yes, big bald Billy Zane henchman guy. Right, drugs him, takes him back to the French dude's place. Yep. Who's just now hey, showing up? Hey, spoiler, <laughs> and who's this, and they've dressed him in a little outfit. Yeah, a <laughs> it's little like, Aladdin outfit. A little, uh, it's bizarre. a gay Aladdin outfit. And I and I at this point I have no idea what's going on because this was so badly mic'd and I, he was doing super French accent. I have yeah. no fucking idea what he said. The whole movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You see you see it in America. Christophe Lambert. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but, so he sort of says something to him and tells his manservant to do something, and, and he sort of does something. And he's 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 tied up with his hands above his head, mm-hmm. and yeah. then they show him that, oh, his girl is naked and tied up in another room. Right. Sure. And, and there's, then, like, threat of rape, maybe, on her yeah. or him, and then... Yeah, Henchman unties Dave Dearborn, starts to give him a back massage. Who wants a body massage? <laughs> And then they like cut and to And then the CIA agents yeah, burst in. They burst yeah. in. And they're like, oh, here he goes again. Yeah. And da, 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 <laughs> so they again. make more gay jokes. Yeah. And this is when British guy starts making no sense whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. And then he goes mushmouth from Pat Albert. Yeah. And then they suddenly cut back and he's in a hotel room. He's fully dressed in normal clothes. Normal clothes. Wakes up and mushmouth. Yeah. Explains something that's going on. And basically, the gist of it I got was. Oh, yeah, we traded the girl for something, so you're good there. Yeah. Yeah. Girl's fine, so don't worry about that. And we know where he is. He's at some male prostitute's house. Yeah. So if you want to go, here's a gun. Yep. Or a bang bang, as he calls it. Bang bang. Here's <laughs> a bang bang. I take your bang bang. And so, yeah, he goes off running as the cops totally are forgot about this to part. Ra- you know, raid this guy. <laughs> I guess they're, they're in on it, too, the local cops. Yeah. Because they're, yeah. they're, for whatever but reason. But Frenchie's already snuck out. Yeah. And so Dave catches him on the, the old street. fucking snuck. Yeah. <laughs> looks at him for about 10 seconds and then shoots him twice and thinks, haha, I've won. And he's about to run away. And he's like, I could take the money. So yep. he goes back for the money. As so he's walking away with the money, Frenchie suddenly is like bolts upright. Like he's not been shot at all. And goes, haha, shot in the back. Shoots <laughs> That's because he only got shot in the kneecap. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. And the but then he, then he immediately falls back down completely dead. Yeah, he's, um, he's dead. He's gone. And so Dave's and walking Dave around shot in the back. Around. And I love this because after he gets shot, he gets pissed. He's yeah. like, he's like, damn it. And he like, throws, it all. he throws the gun down like he's, yeah. like he's rage quitting Call of Duty or yeah. something. He's like, fuck. Drops the money and just yeah, staggers throws off the money for a down. And then, and then he, he sees, I guess it's pigtails up on the top of the stairs. Could be. Maybe he gets some, Artie at that point. And said something like, uh, whatever, guess yeah. this is what I get. This is what I get. Falls down dead. The end. The end. Movie over. Like his body on the ground and the end. Uh huh. Right Literally written on the screen. Yeah. In the concrete next home. Yep. So, yeah. And then we happened. say thank you, God. Yeah. Three bags. We read our, we, we read our <laughs> yeah. what's in. That was a fast rating. So, right. Yeah. For okay. once, DJ <laughs> went first. He, he was ready. He was ready in the first 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I was ready in the first 10 minutes of the fucking movie. Right. He's just like, who cares? Three bags. Who cares? Uh, it's done. I liked Vampiros Lesbos more. 
Wow. I don't know what I rated that, uh, but I liked Badly. it more. Badly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, well. Okay. I, I'm, I'm ready I'm, to go, but go ahead. Go for it. No, you no, go I ahead. Was just, <sighs> I thought <laughs> you just said you were ready. No, yeah, no. I'm, just, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think of the right way to say this, because this obviously isn't going to be jocks, but... No. I'm actually going to go on the high end of the bags because this movie... Like four? No, I <laughs> five, mean, like, five? like <laughs> closer towards jocks. But I, I think I'm going to go with... Uh, no. I think I'm going to go with a bag. And that's simply because this movie is dumb enough and poorly recorded enough that I'm, I'm, I'm trying to go off of our system of how much fun did we have. And we actually had a lot of fun making stupid jokes with this movie or at this movie while we were yes. watching it. This movie is terrible. It's not as badly made as Birdemic, but it's up there. And the only thing saving it from probably a two bags, which is where I think I was earlier, is his smarmy jerk face look. And it, like earns it. <laughs> That's an, what kept it away from four. Yeah, yeah, that that earns it up one more spot because I was sitting at a two before. So Chuck, I have to say your narration was superb during this movie. Oh, thank you. It was very good. Uh, <laughs> I I do my best. <laughs> we were trying back there. Yeah. Go ahead, Chuck. Me? I, ahead. I agree with you. I, I would give it probably a bag simply because it it was bad in a way that we could have fun with it, even though it's not a fun movie necessarily. Mm-hmm. You could sort of create your own narrative for it and yeah. make it entertaining. Like if you're watching it on your own, God, yeah, I'd blow my head off if oh. I was what. But like in a group like we were, you know, yeah, I, I guess this is one. honestly one bag. One bag. Yeah. This is honestly one of our probably one of our better movies to MST3K. Yeah, like to really just start cracking jokes. Yeah, and because think of it. dialogue because means jack shit, and yeah. you can't hear it half the time. And there's just so much stupidity going on. And that the music is pretty fucking awesome. I gotta say. Yeah, the yeah. the music mm-hmm. deserves yeah. a better Witty. movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, well, and just like the general like there was there's the like weird general funky. Well, like, yeah, even weird, the instrumental stuff is is the like weird this, jazz bit when yeah. he goes to the police station. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, we we're we're gonna be humming this music for for weeks. I mean, if there was a soundtrack, I would get it. Yeah, Um, I'm gonna go with two bags. Too bad. I didn't. I didn't quite have as much fun as you guys, but I didn't hate it as much as BJ did. You liked it better than Vampiros Lesbos. (laughs) Oh hell yeah, Vampiros Lesbos. (laughs) And and let's face it, the nudity in this one's better than Vampiros Lesbos was. Yeah, this one had a monkey. Yeah, and this I did have a moment. I don't know. But, there was one. But yeah, the smarmy jerk face. It's been so long ago. There was one the smarmy jerk face look was great. This didn't have yeah. any clowndos. It did it not. It did not have a clown It did not. That's true. Not. It did not. not. Yeah, but I, I can only go two bags on it. Yeah. I can't, Fair enough. I yeah. can't really recommend it, but no, no. we did get some damn good jokes this, out of this, this movie. This is absolutely... If, if you it. made it somehow this far and like haven't watched the movie, this is not a watch alone movie. This is terrible in that fashion no get your buddies together and it's strange that i just i enjoy movies of this time like this weird time capsule of a time that never actually existed except for movies yeah you know that's what it feels like is yeah kind of like i know we're we're crossing our streams here but i was just listening to it and we were saying that um like we were talking about video games and how japan perceives europe in something like professor layton Mm -hmm. i feel like this is like as it was happening like how People filming this perceived the early seventies, yeah. and it w- was never like this in any kind of reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, but it's fun. Yeah, it is. Yeah, no, it, no, no, no. Yeah, it's just kind it's of ludicrous a- because like the main character is just all these women throw themselves at him, and you're just like, why? He's average looking. He, yeah, he's he, an asshole. He, the person he most reminds me of is the British sidekick from The Mummy. <laughs> Which, what is his name? John, John Hanna. Hanna. Yeah. 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 Like he reminds me of him, except older looking. 
Yeah, he he reminded me of uh of the Roger Corman guy, um, Dick Miller, who was in you yeah. know like Gremlins and stuff like that, Miller, like a younger like, version, like much him, younger. Yeah, okay. yeah just Miller, you know yeah. like just sort of like a grumpy guy. You know, sort of like a working dude who would be like selling newspapers for some reason, but for for whatever reason, this movie wants us to think is is a millionaire, yeah. and women love him. Yeah, but that's and uh, men love him too. I'm just I'm mad at the plot synopsis. Yeah, Everything they sold us on is that. nothing Man, like fuck it. Fuck you, nothing like it. Yeah, and to call that the craziest shootout. Yeah, I want to see. I want to see your record book, sir. Yeah, I want to see what the second place craziest right, nude shootout yeah. was. What did this movie beat out? Because you know. Screw you. Honestly, with the <laughs> level of nudity there, I mean, I'd almost say like Drive Angry had a better shot of that, even though yeah. the the, yeah. the naked chick at the point was never really shown completely naked, I don't think, and she no, didn't but it ever was sexier wield a gun. Than anything in but I'm saying movie. that that was crazier. Yeah. You know. Oh yeah. That was a crazier that but yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Screw this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that one's totally ripped off from Shoot 'em Up. Okay, sure. Uh, okay. Still awesome. Yeah. Anyhow. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Anyway. That's that's uh what's move on. Don't Let's... see GI Executioner slash Wits End. Don't but nah. find the soundtrack and send us a copy. Yeah, please. Mm-hmm. We liked it. Okay, cool. A lot. Alright, all right, take a break. We sailed a night for Singapore. We're all as mad as Harris here. I fallen for a tawny more. Took off to the land of Nod. Drank with both the Chinamen. Walked the shores of Paris. I danced along the colored wind. All right, welcome back. Hey, second half, second half, half, of, half the of the second Nintendo sixty four Bamcast. Yay, half two of three. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we just have to keep making those jokes because Our number three. We have to. Um, let's see. We got some voicemails. We got a couple of quick Twitter mentions. I guess we might mention. Sure. Maybe. Sure. Why not? Uh, we'll start with the Twitter questions because they're quick. Yay. Yes. With the Twitter question. Well, the question. You know, one was just like said simply that we had to keep making Nintendo 64 jokes. Yes. The penalty of uh, lack of listenership. So Guaranteed. So there you go. So that will be part of the intro now. Yep. 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 <laughs> we will make Thanks Nintendo to you. Jokes. And uh, we I do... Single fan service. I believe uh, Tunnel Caveman also asked, how was Bamfcast formed? We already gave the smart-ass answers. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So, Harlow, I, I think that was your, it was your I, brainchild. Wait, so wait, wait. Is, no, no, no. Let me take this. Sure. I don't know. I think they need to do <laughs> Way and Stain Mother, who killed their Bamfcast before these Bamfcasts start recording. Because the Bamfcast can't frick back. Yes. It was I'm on the podcast this morning. I'm truly sorry for your <laughs> <laughs> No. Um, yeah, I... How did it start? We were just kind of talking about you movies. You wanted to you, do a podcast yeah. of some kind. You had yeah. all this stuff. Well, it just when we got around, <laughs> we had thousands of dollars in recording equipment. Yeah. We're like, motherfucker, I want a podcast. <laughs> Why do we have all this I podcasting be, equipment? We I should want to be internet this. famous. I'm we, doing this. We have the internet, mm-hmm. and we have all this podcasting equipment. Mm-hmm. No, it's honestly what took the longest was coming up with a name. Because it didn't take a whole long. Did, time. No, you you want to know the, the dirty secret of it all? What my I mom did. came up with that the 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 initials at least. What I came up with the rest. Wow! But how I, did she come up with BM, okay, like BMF? Okay, okay so what, what I said what I said is um we we need something that has something that shortens really really well like uh for example like I mean like I was thinking of inspiration like the Totally Rad Show. I love the fact that it's TRS and they made a big deal when they got to episode eighty. Things like that. So well, I, I like. I just wanted something where we could say "cast" after it, and it would sound sure. Cool. Yeah, exactly. We, we just wanted a good acronym, and we worked from there. And 
I don't know where my, my mom goes, BMF. And I'm like, I had to stop for a second and go, you mean like bad motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> of course, goddammit, Harlow. Yeah, so, it, because I'll, I'll also say that my, my mother has a bad motherfucker wallet. Um, <laughs> wow. Does it actually say bad motherfucker? Yes. Yeah, it does. Good for her. Um, Your mom rocks, dude. Man. I'm yeah, gonna marry so, that woman. <laughs> <laughs> too late. Yeah, polygamy and all that. Um, hey, but yeah, so it started there, and I was just like, "Yeah, BMF, I, I like that. It's it's edgy." And then I was like, mm-hmm. "Bad." We were talking about doing bad movies. We we were kind of thinking of just a movie cast, and they were like, mm-hmm. "We like bad movies, and we like making fun of and finding the good in bad movies." And I was like, "Well, there's half of it," and I was like, "Friends, no," because then we sound like Super Friends, and I was like, "Fiends, super." We can't get enough <laughs> fiends, so that was pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. There we started go. from an acronym and went from there. And, and the reason we got together to start started doing it in the first place is we would just get together and bullshit about video games and movies and TV and comics or whatever and just laugh our asses off. And we're like, well, if we find ourselves so funny, obviously some other people might, possibly. And then we just got better at it. And years later, now, 12 people do. Yeah. <laughs> and now a dozen of people yeah. well, once we, once, share our sense once of we, humor. Once we like, you know, learned how to record and normalize and maybe edit ourselves well, a little bit fan. and mm-hmm. hit the record button yeah, because our first button. wicker man episode thank god it didn't record it was, yeah. if you thought that first one was long at like an hour or an hour and a half of just yeah, talking about the movie we went on for over two hours it was fucking crazy we, we talked about that we talked about watchmen we talked yeah, about something else i don't know it's just yeah because i remember that night and then we watched um hot rod afterwards yeah. to cleanse our palates of, of wicker man wicker Good god man. yeah and then we were going to talk about Hot Rod after that, too. And we're like, no, <laughs> no we just need to stick with... No, just stop. Just yeah. stop talking now. So I think all we have is like the first like three or four minutes of us just testing the microphones. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird. And it's us- like backwards. I might have just deleted that because it was like, okay, here we are talking. We're making loud noises because look, we got gain. Because <laughs> <laughs> that was like our old thing is like we... The fuck well, around podcast. Yeah, well, like we had our first got pre so we were like, we could turn the gain up really loud blow our ears out we didn't even have those when we recorded no. the ninth uh, episode one did I, we sure i don't know when but it doesn't ago. matter but yeah we uh we just we kind of narrowed it down to just bad movies because mm-hmm. that made it a lot easier and then we we wanted to keep a second half so we could bullshit about whatever the hell we wanted because <laughs> we do actually like good movies yeah and, and we used like to that. have topics until we kind <laughs> yeah you know but it helps having people's voicemails and emails and stuff cause right we can yeah off those apparently we, we, have, we have a topic every once in a while but i mean Run out of those real fast. Sure. Yeah. And they get tired because I don't know shit about <laughs> shit. We knew this. I, we knew this we, going in. We, so, well, I mean, yes. But we were aware the, of this. Well, we wanted the, somebody who didn't. So that you're then the we, wild we, card. Well, yeah. When right. we got too pretentious, you could knock us off our little post. Yeah. With fart jokes and motherfuckers. Yes, uh-huh. exactly. We're like, Criterion this, bitches. Right. Yeah. Criterion my nutsack. <laughs> <laughs> I got a collection. <laughs> Yes. Of two in my balls. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and then there's Chuck. Mm. And there's Chuck. Chuck was a Chuck. We needed somebody to get coffee. How the yeah. uh, no? What I, I've actually been meaning to ask you this How for the a fuck while. Did How did Chuck... you find us? Like back with uh, gamers with Cass. Um, I actually typed video game podcast into Google. So we won. Yeah. And you went seventy five pages I, back. I just, I just, it's, I felt lucky. And at I what point did you, had you been listening to Banffcast before that? Though? No, I didn't. Really? I didn't know okay. either one existed. Now, at what point did you learn we were in the same city? I, before, when I found your page. Okay. Like did I was, we list it there somewhere? Yeah. Okay. Some, or your Twitter feed or something. Okay, I, I okay. realized you guys were here. Huh. And Bizarre. then I was like, oh, they do a movie one too. Well, that's good because uh, I am movies. all about the terrible movies. Yeah. Huh. Weird. And I was so impressed really, with the sound quality. 
Because good thing he didn't come in at the beginning. So many shows out there sound so bad. Well, the first 20, 30. Well, it's nice not famous. having to use Skype unless we absolutely have to. I yeah. think we've only done yeah. what twice, and one of them was no quarters. I think. So. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so you really just typed in video game podcast into Google, and I, I think it brought me to one of those like one of those crazy indexing sites, yeah. and it was there. It was hmm. it was like one of the first ones that actually led to something instead of a, a dead link. Hmm. The so. only time in the history of anything that those one of those <laughs> aggregators has yeah. come in like handy. Podcast Pickle or Alley or something because I, I I think I submitted the, ourselves to it, those. It might have been one of yeah. those directories. I don't know. So yeah, good thing about those you just set it and forget. It. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I think first time we ever met you was when you came to see Fast Five. Yep, everybody. Mm-hmm. Yep, we had talked for a while, probably mm. a year. Sorry. Yeah, just on the twitters. Yep. And so now see. here I am. Yep. Mm-hmm. And the intros were a happy accident. Yeah, and that's it. Pretty much. Yeah. Just thinking of auxiliary questions that people <laughs> yeah. might ask. I think it's, what it's about the, intros? Oh, the intros? Where did, where did those come well, from? Well, yeah, I remember that first one. That intro was like freaking two and a half minutes I know, long. it was great. And then I had to recreate <laughs> it 11 times. Yeah, I like the early ones, too. We like didn't even know what we were doing. Mm-hmm. I, I think this, the Robot Jocks just, episode, we have like a robot voice. It's oh, yeah. Not well, even did, any of us no, I did that on purpose. Like, we, well, yeah, uh, I we know we did establish the <laughs> intro thing by then. But then I was like, hey, shit, I have a Mac and it can talk and sound like a robot. Yeah. Yeah. So. And it takes about 45 minutes uh, every week <laughs> to come up with the intro, because mm-hmm. I'm stupid. <laughs> nice. And yeah. I generally screw up the plot summary, so now that we're airing all of our dirty laundries. <laughs> it's Bamcast Secrets Week. It's not as bad now that I have line and I can blow it up where I can actually see. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mackie is actually a woman. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And I'm not actually here at all. No. Yeah. Yeah. Free via Skype. Yeah. It's actually your head in a jar yep. from the future. Mm-hmm. He's appearing via teleconference yeah. from awesome. the moon. <laughs> yep. So from there's your long-winded answer to a very simple question. <laughs> yeah. That's, wow. where, that's how it how started. How do take six words on Twitter yeah. turn it into 20 minutes? There you go. That's yep. the magic of how the Twitter. How is Bamcast formed? Fuck 140 yep. characters. Bamcast out. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, voicemails. We have those two. Yes, let's do oh, them. Oh, shit. We haven't done that yet. Hey, BMFCast. This is still sunny California. I just want to say that I just finished listening to the episode about Birdemic. When I saw that you guys did Birdemic, my first response was, why would you do this to yourselves? Why? But then as the episode went on, oh, my God. You guys make that movie sound like a fucking blast. And I completely agree with your rating. Uh, I saw someone say that if you guys ever do, like, a best of episode, for the love of God, please <laughs> include the clip where y'all are just squawking... And suddenly I think it's BJ makes an explosion noise. <laughs> it's completely accurate to the fucking movie. Oh, I've almost lost my shit. Oh my god. So thank you. Thank you all so much. Have a great day. <laughs> you too, Sonny. <laughs> you too, I love Sonny. that he picked out that BJ did the yep. explosion. Too. Good ear, Sonny. Good ear. <laughs> That's kind of weird. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how that amazing. happened. Because that was, that was a little bit of chaos there. I do have the voice of explosions. Mm-hmm. I'm happy we pleased him. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Brought a little tear to my I'm eye. I'm glad I did like three extra joy. squawks more than I yeah. intended to. Yeah. You, you got the explosion thing, but I, I, I realized because I was just editing the no quarters, I, I do a good um, guy sliding down a window noise. Oh, yeah, you did. Because <laughs> <laughs> like listening back, I was like, holy shit, I did that well. Because I was like, I, I was actually yeah. going to go find the sound effect. No, and you, I was you, like, fuck it. That's good. I do yeah. remember that you did that well. <laughs> yep. <laughs> 
Well, we're glad everyone appreciates. We're proud of ourselves. We have our own private Michael Winslow moments, (laughs) but only one particular sound effect. (laughs) I got to fly, guys. Slide another one over. If you ever need bird squawking, I'm your man. I did replace your record scratch, though, with a real one, so. On no quarters? Yeah. Oh, that's fine. (laughs) My record scratches aren't very good, but goddamn, my explosions are top notch. Nobody can recreate the record scratch. All the 12-year-olds listening have no idea what a record scratch is. No. What's a you know when your CD skips? <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. Like that. When you know when you record, uh, when you have a poorly recorded MP3 that you stole off of something and it and it stutters. Yeah, it's like yeah. that, only different. Yep. Yeah. But thanks for listening, Sonny. Oh, we got one day. One. We'll, one day we'll convince Harlow to do a best of episode. But today is not that day. No. 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 You can look back at episode eight. Hey, you know what the best of episode is? And look uh, at our outtakes. The previous ninety-one episodes yep. and this one included because They're this one's good. awesome too. <laughs> I agree. Every episode is a best of episode. <laughs> sure. <laughs> if it wasn't, we'd cut stuff out of it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. We'd never do that. Nope. All right. So another voicemail. Yeah. This one's Next. from uh, Banffcast's own Zark. Hey. Oh, really? Uh, yes. Speaking of Skyping in and stuff. Zark. Banffcast, this is your quasi-loyal random sidekick, Zark. I was going to say I'm a little late, but I did actually manage to find... The Order of the Black Eagle on the Netflix, and it was nothing short of a religious experience. I think you need to lead the charge to find Ian McGillicuddy, or whatever his name is, and uh, start a movement and uh, make this happen. This is your mission if you choose to, um, whatever. You know what I'm saying? That's all I got. Ian McGillicuddy. <laughs> or Ian Hunter. McGillicuddy. Yeah. Ian Hunter, Ian- star of. Two movies mm-hmm. as Duncan Jacks and then never heard from again. Nope. And I think that what he's saying is we need to find this guy. I don't mm. know though. I mean, this is we're talking twenty four years, five years since this guy's yeah. been heard from. I don't know if he's going to be doing much actioning, but at least maybe he could play the uh, I don't know the leader of some secret organization, and we'll find a new awesome dude that probably shouldn't be doing ninjutsu to do probably it and yeah. find a monkey. Maybe he passed down the baby of the monkey to another guy. That sounds like an awesome idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, he's one. I, w- I wouldn't even know where to start trying to track that guy down. Because I had thought about it. Yeah. Because <laughs> well, we we've never done a real interview. Yeah. It, it, that would be a good one. Because, that, I mean, he's the he's the Terrence Malick of, of cheesy 80s uh, <laughs> James Bond spoof things. He's <laughs> just went into hiding <laughs> for 20 years. Wow. <laughs> yeah. He's just waiting for the right project. Yeah. Okay. All right. He'll be back. Yeah, I, I don't know. With a name like Ian Hunter, though, I mean, I already explained it. Finding him and any information about him is fucking difficult because there's a bunch of other famous yeah, Ian Hunters. Yeah. IMDb lists him as Ian Hunter the seventh. Yeah. <laughs> so. Oh, from the long line of Ian Hunter. Ian Hunter number seven. Right? Yeah, yeah, it, doesn't, number it seven. doesn't mean a line. It's just, you know, in order of people would look you up. I yeah. Would say. yeah. He's the seventh most popular right. Ian Hunter in the IMDb. Yeah. That's a shame. That we need man to move deserves him up. better. Six or five or. Actually, Maybe we can sign up for IMDb Pro and get his contact information. Yes. Well, actually, oh. there are three other Ian Hunters after him. Because there's oh. an Ian Hunter X. Ooh. <laughs> Extreme. Yeah. Okay, so December. if any of you have IMDb Pro, please write to us and tell yeah. us where Ian Hunter is. If your last name is Hunter and you may possibly be related. Yeah. <laughs> this summer, Ian Hunter X in. I wonder well, if Ian Hunter like every once movie. in a while just Googles Order of the Black Eagle. I certainly hope so. I, he probably lives in a hut somewhere and has no electricity. He probably just By left choice. everything. By choice. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying he's yeah. destitute. I'm saying he's like, 
screw this. He's walking the earth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Solving mysteries. He accomplished it. what he wanted to accomplish yes, in he his did. life. Yep. I like to think that. I mean, when you when you hit perfection right off the bat, yep. why would you try to do you more? You drop yeah. the mic and rock. That's right. And, and, I will, and I will tell you, Zark said he stopped listening before we even got to the point in that episode where we said, is anybody still listening? <laughs> he said he didn't even make it that far. He stopped <laughs> and went and watched the movie. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. Right. Victory. So we were right. Okay. So what else we got? As to not waste too much time, because we got to watch our time here. Um, movies. Hmm. Who's got, like, quick reviews? Um, oh, uh, Kick-Ass. Mm-hmm. I watched Kick-Ass, finally. And, um, That's like a big budget super. It is, actually. It's. Have you seen both? No. No? Okay. <laughs> How would I have, you, okay, and you I seen, can qualify this. I, I was going to say it kind of is like a big budget super. <laughs> How would you describe it? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> In jokes. In jokes. <laughs> would you say it's a movie that Matthew Vaughn directed before he did X-Men First Class? Is that how you would... Describe it, perhaps. Uh, did he direct that movie? He, he did. did. Okay. And did also he also direct L- X Men First Layer Class? Cake. Uh, then I would Layer say yes. Okay. Cake. So which did you prefer of the um, two? I think I liked Super a little bit better because I think it, I think it accomplished what it intended to do. Like it was a more realistic, regular people as superheroes movie right. than Kick Ass. Way more realistic. Yes. Um, well. Yeah, because mm-hmm. Kickass was like a comic book movie in the real world. Sort of, yeah. It was like <laughs> the comic book version of real life superheroes yeah, right. made into a movie. Yes, I, I can tell you. Um, but what, what Kickass basically is, just in a movie standpoint, it's adaptation. It's yeah. it's basically I've the real. Okay, well, I'm just so. saying it's the realistic version of of what real people would do if they were superheroes. And then at one point, it just it snaps and it becomes the craziness. Mm-hmm. Because yes. all of a sudden it's like, oh shit, no, they can do crazy shit. Yep. Yeah, precisely that. Yeah. Good. You know, jetpack, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I, I I would say I like Super better, but Kick Ass had some extremely gratifying moments. Like um there's a there's a scene with Nicolas Cage um towards the end that is pretty um spectacularly Nicolas Cagey. Um, when and that you can't understand anything he's saying at any <laughs> pretty point. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, and it's pretty much all of the Nicolas Cage in the movie is just... He's spot him, on. Him, him at his he, finest, yeah. yes. And I think Bamfcast audience members will, will know what I mean by his finest. So I get so mad when people like groan when there's a new Nicolas Cage movie. It's like, you don't understand. No, listen, He's giving people what they want. This is going to be fun. Yes. Just, <laughs> just know you have to understand like like we do and like all of you guys out there do that you, it's going to be bad. Look for the... Find... Just wrap yourself in that nice, fuzzy, nasty, flea-ridden blanket of bad mm-hmm. and live it up. Yep. Yeah. Enjoy every flea bite. That's right. I told you my the Best Pie story, right? About commenting about Nicolas Cage. Did I say that on the air? I can't remember. I don't know. I don't think so. Mm. Oh, um, T-Straw and I were wandering around Best Buy, and, and we came up uh, uh, to the new release DVDs, and there was Season of the Witch. And I just pointed to it and started laughing. And uh, he's, he goes, what? And I said it's Nicolas Cage. I mean, look at that cover. And this lady was standing there also looking at the new releases and he's like, what? Yeah, it's Nicolas Cage. I was like, he's so terrible. And then this lady just turns and looks at me and goes, no, he's not. 
<laughs> Whoa. <laughs> and apparently I really struck a nerve and I just was kind of like, I just kind of, I was like, looked at her, smiled. That man has won Oscars. <laughs> and turned and continued my, com- continue, you know, doing my conversation with, with T-Strell saying like, qualifying is, he's so terrible, but he makes the things that would otherwise be even more terrible better because of how terrible he is. Was it Talia Shire? Because yeah. <laughs> no, did I she just, punch you in the hip? <laughs> no, I I, I could have taken her. Um, <laughs> that doesn't mean she wouldn't take a swing. I, I know, but she sounded like she was pretty upset about she what she was, said. She was like she was defending Nicolas Cage, but uh, yeah. I was just trying to say like he's he's a William Shatner, like you know it's he's yeah. he's probably not anything you would remotely qualify as actually good. He has been. But has been, can he's be, not good, has but he's been. entertaining. Has been, huh? Um, well, no, I mean... <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's uh, it's just, you know, he makes things more fun because, like, he's embraced his cheesiness and, and is fully aware of it and, and just, you know, flaunts it with pride. I, I will say this. If he, like, tomorrow stopped acting, within, like, six months, people would start pissing and moaning that he was not still making movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I you know... I, I wish people would just embrace yeah. the fact that every six months there's going to be a new Nicolas Cage movie. It might be pretty good, and if it's not good, he's going to make it entertaining to watch. Exactly, yeah. And I, and I think it's only going to get better with age, because, I mean, he, he went through a period where serious actor to goofy actor to I'm taking myself seriously, but what I'm doing is still goofy. Yeah. And then I think eventually he finally wised up and was like, yeah, I'm kind of a mediocre actor who overacts, and that's what makes it fun. I think he's just like... As long as I'm getting scripts, yeah. I'm going to make them. It's people like me doing this. I get paid for doing this, so I'm going to continue doing sure. this. Yeah. Whatever yeah. this he's is. Actually, he's become a character actor. Yeah. Well, I hope, yeah. You I'm hire just, him because you want him to be that character. Yeah. Right. I'm yeah. just hoping that... What I'm, I guess what I'm basically saying, and to overuse the statement that we use, is like, I hope that he's become self-aware. And I think that he has, but every once in a while, I'm not sure. If he's not, then his bit in the, the trailer in Grindhouse had to zero him in on the fact that I mean, they had to say, look, this is what we want you to do. Mm-hmm. Just put the Fu Manchu makeup on and laugh maniacally for 30 seconds. Sure. That if he didn't know it before that, he knew it. He knows it now. I hope so. I yeah. mean, that had to clue him I, I can guarantee you Shatner is fully aware of his position in the acting world. Oh, yeah. And he's and embraced it. He's Shat- embraced Shatner it knows it. Time ago. Oh, yeah. I mean, he embraced it back like probably before Airplane 2. Because, I mean, oh, yeah. I was saying like when he showed up in Airplane 2, it was like, yeah, okay, I'm cheese ball. And here, right. I, here I am. Oh, he's so good in Airplane yeah. 2. <laughs> He is so good in that. Yeah. But anyway, that's a long-winded thing about Nicolas yeah. Cage. And yep. just, somehow, just, somehow about Kick-Ass. Just like Nicolas Cage. Mm-hmm. And I'll just say about Please. Super, I, I actually really enjoyed that in a... I wouldn't say a similar vein to Kick-Ass. I, just, I, I thought that movie was deliciously twisted, I would say. And got, I can agree. got more so. And I, there are certain people I just can't wait to tell about that movie. People that I know that like weird shit and will just... Anyone we know. Uh, like my brother. I mean, okay. I, I can't wait to tell him about it because I, like, I, I know he wouldn't know about that movie otherwise. And that's the kind of thing like he'll thank me for pointing to a weird ass movie like that. So. Mm-hmm. All right. But yeah. So would you describe it as an indie kick ass? I, I would. <laughs> a little bit of an indie kick ass. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll say it's a much better version than um. what the hell was that Michael Rappaport movie? Oh, yeah. Um, that tried really hard, but. This was the good version. Of there's, that. there's been several of yeah. them because, because um, Woody Harrelson made one that oh, was yeah, very yeah. indie, Crusader, something, something like yeah. that, or Defender. I think it was Defender, Defendor, Defendor. Yeah, and I that that was pretty good, but it was all it had a dark streak to it. I mean, it yeah. was 
<laughs> so did super there was sort of an undercurrent of homelessness and psycho craziness in it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, they keep trying to do this. I mean, they've done, there was like the Unnaturals or something. There was like a Rob Lowe movie, like back around when Mystery Men came out. Mm-hmm. They've been trying to do Even this. Even Mystery Men. Yeah, I know. Oh, man. <laughs> Miss Mystery Men. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, nobody's really kind of gotten it perfect, but there's been some very good efforts. You could probably take scenes from all those movies and make one just fantastic movie out of them. Mm -hmm. Because like the scene in Mystery Men when Ben Stiller's just pounding the hell out of a a limousine and screaming at it. And that's his whole (laughs) superpower is he's furious. I mean, that's just great. (laughs) Uh, Have to take the first half of Super. The entire first half of that movie. Mm -hmm. Love it. Sprinkle it with some... Mm-hmm. See, I like the second half when it just goes fucking weird. Ah. I, I did not see the one thing kind of at the end coming at all. That was that was a shock. I'm just going to say that. So, okay. Right. Uh, I saw Chuck and I are just like okay. All right, whatever. Well, right. I saw another super movie. indie kickass. What'd you say? Johnny Dangerously. Ooh. <laughs> the only reason I saw it is because of the 88 Magnum line. Mm. I had heard that from a. Wait, you've never of, seen... This was your first time. The first time, yeah. Oh. My mother saw Johnny Dangerously. Once. 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 <laughs> Once. God, and that's actually what it, the only thing that I really wanted to talk about, besides the fact that um, Michael Keaton looks exceptionally weird throughout this entire movie. Cocaine. He's, was that it? Because yeah. his, eye, his eyebrows were like permanently in high noon positions. Yeah, is it actually was, cocaine? He was on some cocaine. Okay, in the 80s, he was on tell you. all of it. I yeah. guess he was not clean and sober at the time. No, <laughs> that's why he made clean and sober. It was. <laughs> I got you. His sobering on camera. All right, but he was totally uh, gung ho about the project, <laughs> and he assembled a dream team of actors. <laughs> <laughs> some sort of we're naming off 80s Michael Keaton movies <laughs> uh, Mr. Mom <sighs> yeah good <laughs> you can't work that in very good yeah. that's right he was in that multiplicity no different it's guy 90s. then he was in the squeeze <laughs> okay <laughs> alright <laughs> can we move along absolutely good um, so the reason that I watched it was the 88 Magnum line, mm-hmm. Joe Piscopo, um, bunch of my gun friends, when somebody talks about a big gun, they're all like, ah, it's an 88 Magnum. It shoots through schools. Um, <laughs> I've said that upon occasion. <laughs> yeah. But I actually loved Joe Piscopo I throughout know. this entire fucking movie. He was, that was the highlight for me. Every time Joe Piscopo showed up, I was like, oh, cool. It's, it's amazing because like, I, I just I've never, never, ever yeah. looked forward to Joe Piscopo until... Until this movie, it's amazing. Like I, I had to, the way I had to he sit delivers back his lines, kind of bite my tongue as we were just thrashing <laughs> Joe Piscopo during Dead Heat, and and generally for most everything else he's ever done. But yeah, yes. in the back of my mind, I'm like Johnny Dangerously. Well, it's, it's like during during the time he was on Saturday Night Live, it's like he had it practice, he had timing. School. It was you know every week he was working on his comedy, and then when he left Saturday Night Live, it was just like he's doing beer commercials and nothing so it's like he just went off the rails and started working out and <laughs> becoming like this crazy <laughs> muscle dude and yeah but man yeah he's and, good in it and he looked like the the entire the entire movie he looks kind of like the cartoon weasels yeah yes. <laughs> you know like the personification of the cartoon weasels yep so it was perfect i had that crazy look in my head and just joe piscopo made that movie i fell asleep at the end so i don't know <laughs> You know, the last, like, five minutes is where oh, I geez, fell asleep. missed the big twist. <laughs> yeah. There was more laundry He was actually very safe. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> more laundry. 
Oh, no. He changed his last name to an actual verb. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> oh, you mean instead of an adjective? Adverb. Adverb. Your last name's an adverb. <laughs> Johnny, you know your last name's an adverb? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, without yeah. that. Well, he's got the price cut. He's putting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, there's some. There's some really good visual comedy in that movie. But the hell am I? <laughs> I just kept walking. In. But the uh, yeah, the best yeah. part. Uh, watch that movie if you if you dare for Joe Piscopo. Mm-hmm. Try not to fall asleep at the end. No. Good plan. I was really tired. It was like six o'clock Monday. I morning. try not to fall asleep. Wow. At the end of movies. I was doing laundry. All right. <laughs> So, Johnny's mom. I've yeah. been watching a shitload of movies, and I'm trying Congratulations. to Congratulations. Hey. I think this I episode's to, over. I think I, have to, I think I have to talk about two. One only because I teased it last week, and the other one because it's it's been a long time coming uh, to watch. Uh, last week, I teased about Running in Hats. And yes. turns out, if you didn't figure it out, mm, I, was talking, movie. I was talking about The Adjustment Bureau, mm-hmm. starring Matt Damon. Matt Damon. And, uh, Matt Damon. <laughs> I got to say this about it. That is a really pretty movie. That guy has never directed anything before. He's a screenwriter kind of dude. I could look up his name, but I don't care. I think it's like Nelfie. Um, But yeah, it is a it is a pretty movie. It reminded me of Dark City. If Dark City weren't dark. Like if it were like during if it were if it were shot city. like just city yeah if it were if it were shot like shot like dark city but in the daylight uh-huh. it, it reminded okay. me of that Light a lot city. Light city and city. in a lot of ways that movie I would liken it a whole lot to dark city because three quarters of the way through the movie I'm like why is nobody talking about this movie this is kind of fucking awesome and then the end kind of happens and you're like huh okay you're gonna wrap okay you're gonna wrap it up like that that's okay so that's all right we're done now I guess because mm-hmm. yeah I mean it's not. It's not a horribly disappointing ending. Like, I actually turned on Dark City. Like, Dark City's ending is so bad to me that, like, I was like, fuck this movie. And three Aww. quarters of the way through that movie, I'm like, yeah. I am in love with this movie. But, yeah, by the end happened, I was like, fuck that entire... Like, I retract everything I was thinking while watching this movie as the ending happened. Anyway. So, it's worth a watch. I mean, just be prepared for a eh, kind of ending to it. That's a shame. But I, I loved the way it looked, and I, I'd like to see more. this guy direct more things, so... Just for a style alone. And cool. you want me to go right into the other one? Sure. This, I, I, this one's quick. It's um, mm. The reason I say it's a long time coming is uh, I finally watched Choke, which is really more your long time coming than mine, because that's the disc that you've had. My Netflix one disc that I had, had for, for about like a year. Two years? No, I think it was longer mm. than that. I think, it's about, two years. I think it's about like since we started doing the Bamcasts. Yeah. Oui. Um, Pretty much. Not a Blu-ray. <laughs> you tell me it was a Blu-ray. It's a regular DVD, but... Did I tell you it was Blu-ray? I think you did, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. I, I don't mm-hmm. think it ever, actually ever came out on Blu-ray. Probably not. No. But yeah, it's um, most of the book is included. I'm surprised. Really? Yeah. So it's a pretty faithful adaptation of the book. Hmm. So if you read the book, there the it is. Part with the beads in it. Uh huh. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yep. That sounds exciting. Whatever that is. Yeah. So, um, they're eating beads. It's oh, a, it's yeah, a, you know, it's Sam Rockwell, and he's good as usual. Yeah. Yes, he um, is. So I probably should have watched it before I, I gave it to you. To I enjoyed it. I didn't. You know, it's not my favorite Sam Rockwell movie. I still, I still think one of his greatest, most underrated movies is Confessions of a Dangerous Mind, and mm-hmm. also Clooney because he directed it. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think that's a fantastic movie that not enough people have seen. So I would, if you haven't seen that, go see that before. You, you see choke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. That's, that's all. Good deal. I read the book. Saw the movie. I was like, yep. Yep. It's an adaptation. Sweet. 
I saw a few movies. What'd you see? I'll, Go. I'll make them quick. Uh, Better. My girlfriend and I, we were in a bird mood Jeez. after Birdemic. Uh huh. So we rented Rio. Bird was the word. <laughs> Makes sense. How many times did they use surfing bird in that movie? Never. Like, really? What about yeah. lowrider? No, it's all Latin sounding music. Oh, because it's oh all I know. Set in. I know, but you'd think they Sergio Mendez Caveat was the music. music. Was there a lot of Tito Puente? Some Ricky Martin? No. Oh. Some Los Lobos? No. Macarena? No. I'm I'm surprised they didn't try to shoehorn it in there. Actually, I think they were anyway. all they were all uh, new songs for it, oh. except one. There's one Sergio Mendes song that they adapted. Sergio Mendes. Yep, hmm. but it's one of those. I mean, pretty good voice cast. I predictable. The men, yeah. <laughs> yes, that was that was in the it. Lion, the Lion, Lion King song. <laughs> it actually sounded exactly like that. I'm it's the Latin surprised. King. Yeah. He has been chosen. <laughs> Follow Rafiki, he show you. Follow Rafiki, he showed you the way. He chowed the Did you watch it in 3D? In all of the Ds? Yes, at home. Really? In 3D. Oh, you got a 3D uh, toilet. No. I mean, television. <laughs> Wait, tell us about that. No, I watched yeah. it in just plain 2Ds. Glorious 2D. Yeah. You yeah. only but watched I mean, it in two thirds of the available Ds. Who yeah. in the voice cast would I say, hey, I like that person? Uh, Jesse Eisenberg probably not. I would not say that. In Hathaway, I didn't even know it was her. Really, wouldn't care. Um, Jermaine Clement from uh, Flight of the Concords is the main bad guy. Wait, sort flight. Of yep. Of uh, oh, I see what they did there. He's probably the <laughs> best. The best out of all of them. Yeah. Cool. Uh, by yeah, the way, he's he's the good part in Dinner for Schmucks. Oh, really? Yeah, I wasn't going to say who is Cheech in it. No. Whoopi Goldberg, no, <laughs> but like Jamie Fox, Will I Am, uh, uh, Tracy so, Morgan, William. So none of the cast is Latino. Actually, the um, God, what's the guy's name? The guy that they called the Brazilian Tom Cruise, the guy who was on Lost with the chick, and everyone hated them. Uh, oh, that, like that Rodrigo, one episode, Rodrigo Santoro. Oh, the Nikki and Paulo guy. Yes, <laughs> God, I but him, them. like he's huge in Brazil. Really? Okay, like he, but he's one of the main human characters. Is gravity different there? Like, how's he big? <laughs> Human, like, or do they actually have, like, people people? Gigantor. <laughs> do they have people yes, people in this? Or? literally 11 feet tall. <laughs> wow. Oh, sweet. But only when he's in Brazil. Oh, it's kind crazy. of amazing. He's, he's actually the, that's the why model he's they so use famous. for the, the, the top of the hill. <laughs> yes. yeah. He actually is the he's Jesus on Christ the Redeemer. But yeah. it's not Christ Redeemer. You know, that's there. the thing about 3D animated movies now, though, is they all look really good. Like, it's tough for anyone to make a crappy looking. Unless you're hooked winged. Yeah, unless yeah. you're hoodwink, but or two, two. But you know, I mean, they just they pack so much detail into everything, yeah. and they, everyone's figured out all the animation and computers. Yeah, things just don't look weird anymore. So it's kind of. But you know what? That's the thing. Now all these movies look the same to me. Yeah, you know, there's no art stuff. Like even something well, like when Despicable Me comes along, it's like, yeah, that's how I expected it to look. Yeah, I know you're trying to make it look odd. Character but designs aren't really anything. Even guys are super skinny and tall. Yeah, Yeah. the only fun thing is that super skinny and tall, but they actually drive realistic cars around, except (laughs) they're super skinny and tall. Oh. So, like, the cars (laughs) look like they're only, like, like five feet long, but the people are sitting in them. But if you can imagine, like, a super deformed car. That's weird. It's kind of awesome. No. But no, I mean, it was cute. It was, you know everything that's going to happen. Oh, there's no twist in the third act. (laughs) No. It's not out of sequence like Pulp Fiction. No. <laughs> okay. That would have been amazing. Yeah. They were in Sao Paulo the entire time. <laughs> I, I want a 3D animated movie that just does something like that, where kids can't follow it at all. Yeah. I bet they That'd win. Be awesome. Yeah. I bet they win in the end. <laughs> yep. 
and they all fall in love. Yay! But yeah, after that, um, we watched Iron Giant because my girlfriend had never seen Iron Giant. Hmm. And that is my favorite animated movie of all time. Easily. Wow. And it also has the character that I probably hate more than any character in any movie ever in Kent Mansley, who's played by Christopher McDonald, who's like the... Um, Shooter McGavin. Yeah, Shooter McGavin, <laughs> everyone knows him as. But that guy, man, if like, it's just it's got to suck to be him a little bit because you always have to be like the complete asshole in every movie you're ever in. I don't think I've ever... like, Even if he was like a good guy, I would always be expecting him to suddenly turn into an asshole at some point. He was not movie. a dick in The Perfect Storm. He was the guy who uttered the titular line. I have blocked that line. movie out of my mind because I hate it so much. Oh, come on, That movie's man. fucking terrible. That boat drives up a, a, it's a terrible. wave, It's man. perfect what, with all the storms. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, <laughs> but no, he, like, that character he plays that, I don't even know what he is, the government agent, is just, like, the worst thing ever. <laughs> just ever. I, like, it's, like, one of those things where I can watch it and just feel the hatred in myself boiling up. Are you and supposed I'm like, this is to a- hate him? Oh, yeah. Well, then, no, well, there, there you go. go. Yeah, but, that, but no, I'm, success. I'm saying that's a good thing. Okay. But it's just, it's kind of amazing that it's an animated character, and I probably hate him more than so many other real characters. Yeah. You know? But yeah, that movie, that movie's still amazing. Hmm. I love it. My okay. girlfriend really liked it. Well, let's do some contact information, and then we can get out of here. <laughs> okay. How about a uh, website? BMFcast.com. Uh, what about email to that website? BMF at BMFcast.com. What about the Twitter? You can find us at twitter.com slash BMFcast or send us messages to at the little at symbol BMFcast, C-A-S-T. Uh, how about that, their Facebook? Facebook is uh, facebook.com slash BMFcast where you can, uh, you can like us and we encourage you to do so. And then you can comment on all of the crap that we post there, which includes episodes and other miscellaneous bullshit. Yes. And now we actually have on the site, you can, um, there's buttons to Facebook and there Twitter. There are where right you there. can Facebook and, and Twitter Google and Plus. Google Plus yeah. Plus one them. I don't know what that does, but do it. I think it just recommends it to your people in your Something like circle. That. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yes. I don't know what it does. It does exactly that. Yeah. Google Plus, who knows? iTunes. iTunes. You can search for BMFCast in iTunes and then subscribe to us. And uh, we would really appreciate if you would rate and review. We have a new thing. We do. We have a brand new thing. It's like all super brand new. So breaking maybe news. you're one of these people who's not like Mackie and you have a smartphone, an actual <laughs> smartphone, <laughs> smart which is going to change soon. We're just teasing him in, the, in his zero He's hour. He's not even paying attention. I have a tarred phone. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, a but if you have a smartphone <laughs> yeah, the and, the, and the data that can handle it, maybe you might want to try a new app called Stitcher. <gasps> And basically, in a nutshell, what Stitcher is, is it's a quick and easy way for you to get uh, our podcast. We have both BMFCast and No Quarters up there. Uh, you can do a search for it. You can favorite it. Give us a little thumbs up. But even cooler than that, you can you can pull up any of our episodes right there on your phone. It starts playing almost immediately. And the more you use it, uh, it will actually, sort of like Pandora, learn what you're interested in and suggest other podcasts. Clever girl. So while we never directly say listen to other podcasts if it's your thing and you get a little uh you know repetition going you, yeah you, if you're out of Banffcast to yeah, listen to then you, you may know. stray it's yeah. okay but yeah if you're a podcast junkie it's great because you know you're on the on the go and it's like hey you might discover a new podcast and then uh go yeah these guys aren't as good as us but uh you'll be back <laughs> hopefully you don't work <laughs> yeah 
And hopefully you don't work in a Faraday cage like I do, so you can actually use the app. Uh-huh. Well, you know, Wi-Fi, too, if you got it. Anyway, but yeah, that's Stitcher, so try it out. It's on all the major, you know, iPhone, Android, mm-hmm. probably BlackBerry, Windows Phone, 7 Phone, 7 Phone, Phone, 7. <laughs> uh, and uh, there's another one, isn't there? <laughs> droid. Droid. Yeah, yeah, I said Droid. Uh, uh, they're m- they're not going to be on web. Is it on, on iPhone? <laughs> yes, on it might OS. be on the web OS, <laughs> possibly. I don't know, Symbian, maybe. There might be like a Nokia phone thing. I don't That's know. dirty. Mm-hmm. On your Palm Pre. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Sweat. So anyway, what, how PDA. about uh, after all that rambling about Stitcher, there'll, there'll be a link on the site too, uh, eventually, by the time you hear this. How about the most important thing they can do using uh, uh, their, their smartphone or any other telephone? Oh, man. It's, it's really cool. Did you guys hear Sunny California and Zark earlier in the episode? I did. Oh, good. So did I. Yeah, I was here. I remember that. <laughs> I heard it too. Uh-huh. And so do millions upon <laughs> millions upon millions of Banffcast fans. So if you want to be like them and get your message out to billions upon billions of Banffcast fans, call the Garfield phone. 910-5-JOCKS-BMF. 910-556-9263. And you will be able to reach trillions of Banffcast fans while being featured on the podcast. Fantastic. Like You'll be famous. Yes. Faster than the people in India and China can breed, are we gaining fans? Yep. Quadrillions of fans mm-hmm. you will reach. A Googleplex of fans. A super Googleplex <laughs> of fans now. That sounds like a wrestling move. <laughs> <laughs> super Googleplex. Always breaking out the super Googleplex <laughs> on him. Oh my One, God. Two, three. Terry Funk with a super Googleplex. <laughs> <sighs> so, so yes yeah. let's get out of here okay. let's kind of wrap it up I think I'm Harlow I'm Mackie I'm the Beach I'm Chuck and this is Bamcast out mm-hmm.